Fellas, and you gals, too, I want you to listen to this. Last year, motor vehicle accidents killed 2,550 school-aged children and injured 140,000. Now, that's a very high number, much too high, and we've just got to do something about getting it down much lower. Now, just stop and think about it for a minute. Over 140,000 children, just like yourself, killed or injured by automobile accidents. And you know, cars aren't too particular about who they hit. Can happen to you just as well as the next guy. You're not immune. And the stupid part about the whole thing is that these unfortunate accidents can be avoided. All you need to do is take a few seconds longer before crossing a street. And you can't sit there and tell me that there are any few seconds in this world that are worth the price of a leg or an arm or a life. Now, brother, just think about it. Think about it all the time. Don't run into that street after a ball without first making certain that nobody's coming down the road about 50 miles an hour. And don't ride bicycles at night without lights. Oh, sure, you can see the cars coming, but they can't see you. And, Jack, a car's bigger and tougher than any bicycle any day in the week. You just can't win against a car or a truck or a bus. Odds are all against you. So now take it easy and live just a little longer. You look a lot better without a set of crutches. You feel better, too. So, fellas and gals, let's think before we act. Let's make certain that we're not the ones that get hurt this year or any year. Stay healthy and like it. And now, on with the action-packed adventure. Double Cross with Captain Midnight and the Secret Squadron in Mexico. After Ivan Shark had captured the real Ann Reynolds, Fury Shark piloted her plane to the airfield where Captain Midnight awaited her with a secret formula for a deadly bacteriological weapon. Changed beyond recognition by plastic surgery... Fury claimed to be Major Steele's emissary sent to fly the formula back to Washington. But while the secret squadron leader did not seem to be suspicious, he prevented her from leaving immediately on the grounds that Shark might be lying in wait for her somewhere en route. Forced to accompany the secret squadron agents back to the ranch house, Fury secretly contacted her father by phone. Shark ordered her to open the safe, take the formula, and escape. After more than an hour... Fury solved the combination and the safe door swung open. Going through the papers in the hazy light of approaching dawn, she murmurs triumphantly. It's in here someplace. Must be. If only there were more light. I wonder if I dare turn on the lamp for a moment. I might... Wait. Someone's coming. All the rotten luck. Nothing to do but close the safe and come back later. There. Now, if I can get into the living room in time. So far, so good. And into that chair. There. Now, whoever you are, come ahead. What? Miss Reynolds. What? Oh, Captain. Captain Midnight. You're an early riser, aren't you? Why, I... My goodness, look where I am. I'm afraid you mean a late retirer, Captain. I don't understand. I must have fallen asleep here. Oh, I feel silly. When did you come down here? Last night, or I should say early this morning. I couldn't sleep. My room was warm. I suppose I was overtired from my trip, so I came down for a breath of fresh air. I sat down in this chair just for a moment, I thought, but I must have slept here all night. Well, you couldn't have picked a better spot. Behind those curtains over there is Senor Gonzalez's study. And in his study is the safe where we put the formula. You've been guarding it all night, even though you didn't realize it. (laughs) (laughs) Why, so I have. I guess no one could have got it to it without waking me. (laughs) Good enough. Then I shouldn't have worried. I just came down to check on it. 
I have guards stationed all around the house, but still, Shark's agents are clever, and we can't be too careful. They are clever, aren't they, Captain? Yes, very. Um, how would you like to be one of them, Miss Reynolds? How would I? One of what? One of Ivan Shark's agents. Why, I don't know what you mean. Well, I'll tell you. It's simple enough. I said last night that I had a plan that would enable you to fly the formula back to Washington safely. Yes, but what... Now, the only time you'll really be safe is when Shark's behind bars. I think you can help us put him there, unless there's some reason why you should. Oh, no. No reason at all. Except that Major Steele told me to fly back at once. Yes, well, I'll take care of that. You see, Shark has influence in high circles here. It's next to impossible to extradite him for his past crimes. But if we could catch him with the evidence now, they'd never be able to hold him. We'd take him back to the States and try him for every crime on the books. I see. And you want me... Shark has stolen a test tube of valuable serum property of the United States government. Now, if we could prove that, we've got him. But how can I help you prove it? By going to work for him. as one of his gang. But, good heavens, it, it's so fantastic. Oh, not at all. I'm sure he'd like to have a woman agent. I have a hunch he's felt the lack of a woman's brains and intuition ever since his daughter died. His daughter? Yes, uh, Fury Shark. She was invaluable to him. But now she's gone, and I'm quite sure he'd be glad to replace her. If he were properly approached by someone like you, someone who's both attractive and intelligent. Thank you, Captain. But how could I approach him? In what sort of guise? As a friend of Fury Sharks. A friend? Yes. You knew her in Paris many years ago and again in New York. Now, I can give you the exact years when she was there. My agents and I know a great deal about her. Oh, I'm sure you must. You read of her death in the papers, and you'd always admired her, envied her, uh, her exciting, adventurous life. Now you'd like to replace her in Shark's organization. I think you'll go for it, Miss Reynolds. It's a wonderful idea, Captain Midnight. Then you'll do it? I'd love to. Very well. We'll give you all the information you'll need. You can pay Shark a visit at his hacienda later this morning. I think this is the trap that's going to work. We'll have Ivan Shark just where we want him. And hearing these words, Fury can scarcely contain her laughter. She, Ivan Shark's daughter, his chief accomplice is being hired to pose as her own friend as a spy in her father's organization. A few hours later, she stands before the arch-criminal in his private office and tells him her story. Shark throws back his head and exclaims, (laughs) So now you are working for both of us, eh, Fury? (laughs) For Ivan Shark and for Captain Midnight. (laughs) Yes, Father. Now I'm both a spy and a counter-spy. I'm to catch you red-handed, of course, so you can be extradited and taken back to the States for trial. Ah, yes, of course. I presume that means the test tube that I removed from Professor Matthews' camp. That's it. I'm to prove that you've stolen American government property. By the way, where is the test tube now, Father? Why, my dear? You're not planning, I hope, to carry out Captain Midnight's assignment. Scarcely, Father. But there is one thing that disturbs me about all this. And what could that be? Just that Captain Midnight has no intention of turning the formula over to me or letting me anywhere near it until I bring him proof that you are a criminal. Mm Mm-hmm. I see. (laughs) Father, what are you thinking? I'm thinking, Fury, that that is exactly what you're going to do. You will give Captain Midnight the proof that he desires. You mean I'll catch you with the good. Precisely. And you will permit Captain Midnight and his agents also to catch me with the goods. We will let him spring the trap. 
Sit down, my dear, and I will tell you the plan. When you return to Captain Midnight, you will repeat these words exactly as you hear them now. So listen carefully. It is almost dusk of that same day when Fury Shark makes her way back to the Gonzalez ranch house. She finds Captain Midnight waiting for her, and she pours into his ears the false story which she and her father have agreed upon. Hearing it, the secret squadron leader exclaims approvingly, Then it worked, Miss Reynolds. It worked beautifully, Captain, like a charm. He accepted you as an old friend of his daughter? He didn't question it for a moment. How could he, with all the information you gave me? <laughs> He's already assigned me to a job. Yeah. Great Scott, what sort of a job? I'm to fly some of the serum that was in the test tube to Mexico City. You mean he's going to turn it over to you? Yes. Apparently, he's beginning to wonder about his chances of getting hold of the formula. So he's made arrangements with a research laboratory in Mexico City to analyze the serum. He has a notion he might be able to convert it without the formula. But this is perfect, Miss Reynolds. All we need to do is be on hand when he gives you the serum, and we've got our proof. That's what I thought. I'm to meet him tonight at his secret air base. And he'll give it to me there. I thought you and your agents might... Of course, we'll be just in the offing. As he hands it to you, yes, I will... Right. Hey, Captain, where are you? Uh, just a moment. We're in here, Eggie. Okay, I got something for you. Something plenty important. Well, he sounds excited. Yeah, I wonder what's up. It just come, Captain, and I... Oh, I didn't know you were here, Miss Reynolds. Hello, Mr. Mudd. What is it, Eggie? A code message from Major Steele? I... Yeah, how'd you know? I sent him one myself this morning. I've been expecting an answer. Well, let me see it. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Here you are. You... you sent him a message about me, Captain Midnight? Uh, that's right. I told him I was planning to keep you here for a day or so. Oh. Oh, I see. Yeah, let's see what he says. Um, Captain Midnight, I think it excellent idea to employ Miss Reynolds' services in capturing Shark. Hmm? You will find her capable and wholly reliable. Well, Captain, that Good is... Good luck, sign Major Barry Steele. Well, but... Uh, well, that's Captain, clear I... enough. I told you he'd approve of the idea, didn't I? Now, you see, you had nothing to worry about after all, Miss Reynolds. No. No, I didn't, did I? I'm delighted he said what he did. So am I. Well, I suggest you get a little rest, Miss Reynolds. You can give us the directions to Shark's Airfield after dinner. We'll hold a console just before you leave and lay our plans carefully. See you later, Miss Reynolds. All right, Captain. Goodbye, Mr. Mudd. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, bye. Holy suffering catfish, Captain. What? Shh. Not a word again. Whether she's out of earshot. Okay. Only what the heck is... All right, Eggie, now what's on your mind? What's on my mind? That message from Major Steele, I read it myself when I decoded it. You didn't read what was on that paper. That's right. But that was just for Miss Reynolds' benefit. What? Here's what the message really says. Yeah? She's five feet three. Yeah? Has brown eyes, dark brown hair. Yeah? And... Who? Who's he talking about? Secretary, of course, Miss Ann Reynolds. I radioed in this morning asking for a description of her. Well, this gal ain't got none of them things. She's... Five foot seven if she's an inch, and her eyes are blue, and her hair's kind of light brown. It ain't dark. That means she's... I'm afraid she is, Ike, an imposter. Agent of Ivan Shark. Well, where's the real Miss Reynolds, then? Dead, possibly. Maybe imprisoned by Shark. He must have intercepted her on her way down here. Well, what do you know about that? My Captain, you must have suspected this all along, or you wouldn't have sent that message to Major Steele, huh? That's right. The way she acted at the airfield made me wonder... Then I found her down here early this morning. She pretended she'd been sleeping in a chair there, but her clothes weren't the least rumpled, and she was obviously wide awake. She must have been monkeying with that safe, trying to snatch the formula. Right. Luckily, I interrupted her in time. Well, then all this talk about using her to trap Shark, all that was a blind, huh? Not at all, Nicky. We are going to use her to trap Shark. 
And we're going to trap her at the same time. Yeah, but how you... You'll see how very shortly. The payoff's almost at hand. Tonight, at Chuck's Hidden Air Base, we'll find out which one of us has played his cards best. Now, round up Chuck and Joyce. I want to talk to all of them. Well, so Captain Midnight has not been deceived after all. Though he does not yet know that the imposter is Fury Shark, he does know that she's one of Shark's agents. And yet he's going ahead with his plan anyway. What will happen at the arch-criminal's base tonight? Who will emerge victorious in this match of wits? Don't miss tomorrow's thrill-packed adventure, The Unknown Factor. What are you going to be doing about ten years from now? Sure you ask that question, a million things pop into your minds. Engineers, dress shop owners, actors, actresses, thousand other things. But here's the question, what are you going to do about it? Now, you may say it's much too early to think about ten years from now. The present's too close at hand. And I want to tell you, boys and girls, that it's never too early to think about the future. Oh, you don't have to have any specific thing in mind, but it's better to be prepared for something than to be prepared for nothing. So now, how about putting those extra dollars and cents you earn, or have, into savings, bonds, and stamps. When you do that, you get more than you put in. It's a darn good deal any way you look at it. And you're preparing for the future, too. A future that can be just as bright for you as the brightest star. Think it over, fellas, and save. Remember, America means you. You make America. Tune in tomorrow. Same time, same station to Captain Midnight. Until then, this is your announcer, Tom Moore, saying goodbye and happy landing. program came to you from Chicago. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.